Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I am one of your co-hosts, Nick Qualia, here with Marvazan. No Mike this week. Mike is recovering from some knee issues. So no Mike this week, just me and Marv. Uh, you know, obviously, Patriots offseason now. If the Pro Bowl was any good, we could have talked about that, but the Pro Bowl sucked. Did you watch any of that? I haven't watched a Pro Bowl ever in my life i don't I put think it, I, mean, I put it on for mac i wanted to see mac jones really? play out there I, I saw him hit the gritty he did he hit the gritty on a play that was blown dead controversial <laughs> whether or not he knew it was blown dead uh he he threw a strike to hunter renfro in the back of the end zone nice throw don't know how really? well people were playing defense there at that point but regardless 95 yard drive whatever pretty cool mac jones i think he won the pro bowl overall people on social media, it seems like from all fan bases, love Mac now. And ever yeah. since he hit the gritty, ever since he hit the gritty, he people were excited. Little, he showed a little personality. That's what I wanted to see from him in general, too. It's like, you know, be be yourself. He seemed very, I don't know, calculated in how he wanted to answer everything and really uptight. Then I get it being a rookie, especially being a, a quarterback rookie leading your team. You don't want to F anything up. Well, but, that, um, that ended being the Patriots. Like, we saw Tom Brady yeah. for 20 years. Tom Brady all of a sudden got a personality when he, when he went to Tampa Bay. Very true. Very, very, very true. But, uh, I don't know, Brady didn't seem robotic to me. And it, it, it just felt, felt very robotic with Mac Jones. It was good to see him laughing, hanging out with players. And, and I know he does that in the locker room. But I just want him to show the fans more of that, that as well. Yeah. So he's got a personality. He's going to get better. Listen, I was thinking about this today. We have a quarterback and I'm very look at watching what the Bengals are doing. It gives me excitement for the Patriots future because the Patriots are going to be right back in this. We've got a quarterback here with Mac Jones, I think. And he's going to get us there eventually at some point, hopefully. So anyway, onto the main topics of the show. Uh, Brian Flores, not former defensive coordinator for the Patriots because he was never given that role, although he should have been given that role, the name at least. Uh, Brian Flores suing the NFL for, you know, basically not giving him a fair a fair shake, right? The way we were to, before we talked, before we, before we hopped on the show, we were trying to, you know, really, there's, there's so much information here, trying to put together everything. And that's basically what it boils down to is they didn't give him a fair shot. And shout out Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is (laughs) 
the reason why why he's why he knows he wasn't given a fair shot. Bill Belichick going classic old guy. It doesn't text like an old guy. Text like a young chipper dude. He's texting Brian, who he thinks is Brian Dayball, congratulating <clears throat> him. Congrats, coach. Blah blah blah. And Brian Flores eventually is like, "Wait, coach, which Brian are you talking to?" And he was, and then he said, "Profane f word." Uh, something along the lines of I F this up. So he basically told Brian Flores, who at that point hadn't even had his interview yet. I believe his interview was two days away. So at this point, Brian Flores already knows he's going to do an interview that literally he's not going to get the job. They've already decided yeah. who's getting the job. And what does that show? They're appeasing the Rooney rule by having Flores in before they make the announcement. So, I mean, I want to ask the question, like, does he, is this a valid argument for him? But yeah, of course it is. Uh, (laughs) Of course it is. It's, it's crazy because obviously, look, we all know that the Rooney rule is bullshit. It's BS. We, we know why it was made, it was made for it was to make sure that, okay, the NFL has no black coaches. Let's create a rule where they start to, you know, they have to interview black coaches. But at the end of the day, if these owners and general managers have their eyes set on somebody, they'll do whatever. Sure, if you want us to take an interview, we can. But it doesn't it doesn't really matter because we, we're going to choose our guy. That's why I never thought the Rudy rule really had any sense to it because – it in doesn't the, matter. Sorry. In theory, it makes sense, right? Like in in theory, right. it seems like it would make sense, but like in in when, when you when you put it into action, it just it doesn't. It's there's obvious, as we can see, there's obvious ways to just to just appease the rule and not really have any intention of hiring Brian, Brian Flores, who by the way, after he was fired from Miami, should have been the number one head coach prospect out there. The fact that we he doesn't have that was gonna happen. The fact that he wasn't just swooped up like that is bananas. And then he, and in the lawsuit, he brings up how when he was, when he was, you know, getting, be, when he was trying to become a head coach prior to Miami, going to the Denver, the Denver's vacant slot. Did I don't know if you saw this, you read this part of the lawsuit, Nick. When he was going to the Denver interview, El, John Elway and all the managers came in late. He could tell that they were they were out late. They, um, they were out the night before drinking. They didn't really care. And it's like, how could you do that? When he said they already knew, you know what candidate they had, and so they blew off Brian Flores pretty much in in that interview, knowing that they weren't going to hire him anyways. Obviously, the Broncos have um, come out and denied those type of accusations, and everyone's been denying these accusations to the best of their abilities, but it just shows that these are the struggles that black coaches have been going through for a long time. And it's always been known, but once you get caught, like that Bill Belichick text says it all. He, he's got into Bill Belichick has Intel on whether someone has a job or not. And that's just one person. Bill Belichick knows that means there's probably several head coaches or GMs that know about what, what was going on. And Bill Belichick was t- congratulating 
one of his guys saying, hey, man, I heard you got the job. Do you want it? Blah, 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 blah. There's so much that goes behind the scenes, and now it's getting shed to light. And, you know, what Brian Flores is doing is huge. It's commendable because if you think about it, Nick, it's going to be really hard for him to get a job. He's he's risking his he's risking his career by doing. And he knows, and he knew that going in. He knows that if hey, if I'm going to put this lawsuit in, there's a chance I might not coach anymore at the highest level. And it's uh, it's really it's really unfortunate. But he what he's doing is he's he's going to be breaking the walls for many to come after him. And I, and I'm inspired by it. The NFL messed this up too. By the way, they responded like they responded oh. within it. It seems like within minutes. Of this happening, like what Def- there was, deflection. yeah, there was there was no reason for them to respond that quickly. Like if if you're gonna look into it, you didn't look into it within that span of time. Look into it, actually do. And and that's the problem with like with with the NFL and in most of these leagues is when they do. I mean, hell, we basically just saw it with this new information about Deflategate. Can't believe we're talking about that in 2022. But the NFL conducts their own investigations and then goes, hey. Look at that. We're not we're not wrong. Like the way they came out so quickly, it didn't make any sense from for them on that standpoint. And just and just the Rooney rule again, like it in theory that makes sense. It makes sense. In theory the the rule makes sense, but there's so many ways as we see here to just get around it and to just ignore it. Brian Dable was their guy and they were bringing in Brian Flores just to appease the Rooney rule. Brian Flores, though, my main question here, or not my main question, but a question here for you here is, do you think Brian Flores gets another job? Because personally, I think he showed that he's such a good head coach that if another job opens up, especially a job with a team that's like that's defensive minded, do you think he gets another job? Because I like personally, I would love to see Brian Flores get another head coaching job, obviously. But if he wants to come back to the Patriots and be defensive coordinator, maybe potential future head coach after Bill hangs it up, Josh McDaniels is gone. Bring him in. Yeah, I'm, I'm struggling with this, Nick. I'm really struggling with this because, you know, they say that NFL is a brotherhood, right? Yeah. But you know where the real brotherhood is? It's within the owners. Oh, yeah. Those, that's, that's where the brotherhood is. So, look, you attack one of ours, mm, most likely not going to bring you in because if – for example, the, the the owner, I don't know his name, the owner for the Giants, but he's probably close with a lot of the other owners in the NFL. And he, you know, they they all talk, they all chat. And right now, Brian Flores seems like the enemy. He's he's the guy who's attacking him. He's the one who's attacking the NFL uh, for this lawsuit. And when you see situations like this, you just get blackballed. And they don't even look your way anymore due to the fact that there's, there's this um, cloud hanging over you. I think and you're right. It's, it's John Mara. John Mara, who's, who's one John of the Mara. guys, one of the old guys. And he's, he's, it's tough. Like, if you were to do something like this with a Robert Kraft or Jerry Jones, like, you know, guys with real status in the NFL, it's really, really hard for me to see Brian Flores getting a job. I think he deserves one. Um, I know he's still he's still up and running for one more job, I believe. Is it the Bears that don't have a coach yet? 
No, the Bears hired uh, the Bears hired somebody. I think the the final job that I think he was up for was Houston, which obviously was just filled exactly. by Lovey Smith. That was just filled by Lovey Smith today. And look, look, Lovey Smith's a great guy, but I think Brian Flores should have beat out Lovey Smith for that head coaching job. Brian Brian Flores should have a job. He should be Brian Flores should still be in Miami. He shouldn't have been yeah. fired. Yeah, the firing was crazy in in itself. <laughs> the firing was ridiculous in itself. And then for him to have to go through all of this is oh man. It's 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 gonna be ugly. It's gonna it's gonna start to get ugly. What and you you brought up the NFL and how they, they were just on the defense to start off, right? Right away they had their statements. And it's like if you were the NFL, be smart about this. Acknowledge what's going on. No one's saying you have to admit, but acknowledge, hey, we understand. Um, that there's one active NFL coach, one active um, black NFL coach at the moment when the league is made up of 70% of African-Americans. We, uh, we acknowledge that and we have to do better. However, we don't believe that. Da, 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 da. But acknowledge what's going on. You, you have these helmets that say um, stop hate and end racism and we're all together. All these messages that your PR team does. But when the lawsuit comes at you, now your hands are up and you're acting like there's not there's nothing to see here. Well, and you you oh, brought man. up the you brought up the ownerhood the 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 ownerhood you brought up the brotherhood between the ownership, and I mean just like look at look at how they protect Dan Snyder. That guy, yeah. if 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 you really have morals, NFL, if the NFL owners actually had a set of balls and a set of morals, you would say, hey. Sell this team. Get out of here, Dan Snyder. That guy's a scumbag. We know he's a scumbag at this point. And you really don't, unless I miss something, you don't hear other NFL owners say anything about it. You don't hear other NFL owners condemn him. You don't. And, like, it's, it's, it, it, sometimes it appears like they just, they, they really don't care. It seems like they care. I mean, it's obvious. They care about the public image more than anything else. I said they could. At the end of the day, it's all about the chatter, man. It's all as about. long as the as long as the money's moving, they don't see anything else. No, no, you're right. And I mean, Brian Flores, and this is obviously, like you said, it's going to be developing. There's going to be a lot more here. It's this. This clearly isn't over. But I'm I'm interested to see where this goes. I'm interested to see if this is going to actually produce any sort of change. Because it feels like it feels like a points that we're spinning our tires here, you right. know. And I want to see if this like shout out to Brian Flores, you've got he's got the balls to stand up to the NFL, and yeah. like we've said, he is risking the potential chance that he's not going to get another head coaching job when he is well deserved of another head coaching job. He didn't get fired for lack of performance. He got fired for disagreements within the organization. A guy like Josh McDaniels got fired first for lack of performance. Brian Flores, yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> too. It's, hey, hey, he's back. He's back down in Vegas now. He's getting another shot. But if Josh McDaniels gets another shot, Brian Flores should have a shot now. And and another thing that's come out with this lawsuit was the um, Stephen Ross saying he'll give him a hundred k every time he loses a game. 
Like, what the hell, bro? Are these people think Hugh, Jack- I- Hugh Jackson came out and said the same thing with Cleveland. It's it's gonna get messy, Nick. It just doesn't make any sense to me that these people are smart, so we think, and they've got all this money. Because you're making these dumb decisions. Of course, that's gonna come out eventually. Of course, if you if you're telling if you're actively telling your guy that, like, hey, lose these games, here's a hundred thousand dollars, and then you burn him on the way out, you don't think that's gonna come out? Listen, bro. One thing though. Hundred thousand dollars, a lot of money. Brian Flores, <laughs> <lot> <laughs> Brian Flores, man. I don't know. Hundred thousand dollars, a lot of money, man. You want me? Third, <laughs> you want me to keep running it up, up the middle on third and long? I'm gonna do it for that hundred k. I don't know, man. <laughs> you remember? You remember that final week of uh, Daniel Jones third and nine sneaking it up the middle, or whoever the no whoever the quarterback was for the Giants sneaking it up the middle. I saw tweets after that with that video, like, hey, if somebody's offering me $100,000 to lose, I'm running this every play. (laughs) (laughs) That adds up. 100K. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's a commission. You're getting paid a base salary, and then you're getting commission. That's a lot of money, man. That's a ton of money. But this is going to develop, and I'm sure we're going to talk about this a lot more as we get into the offseason, and I am interested as hell to see where this thing goes. Do you have anything else on it before we move on? No. no that's that's about it for me. Um, All right. There's one topic I, that comes to mind, though, but we'll, we'll get that in the next segment. All right. Before we move on, guys, the big game, we can't say the name, which I still don't understand, is finally here as we hit Super Sunday with the last game of the football season, and Bet Online has you covered. From odds, scores, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. BetOnline's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. Head over to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to sign up in today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get started. The fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports and play your favorite games, BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, what do you want to hit on? Yeah, so I'm going to hit you in an audible because we didn't talk about this. But, Nick, there's a vacant coaching spot. The okay. Patriots right now, offensive coordinator. The other night, you know, I was just scrolling on Twitter, and I almost threw up when I saw this name pop up. I, I know and exactly you know what you're going to say. Yep. Adam yep. freaking Gates has, and then it just wouldn't stop. His name keeps popping up, and Nick, I tell you, I've never boycotted the Patriots, <laughs> but boy, oh boy. <laughs> I'll be pretty damn close if Adam Gase is offensive coordinator. Look, I'll be honest with you. I'm not very well versed on his offensive coordinator career, okay? But there are these these guys who get these head coaching jobs, and it just turns out they're not cut out for the head coaching gig, right? Todd Bowles, for example. Todd Bowles, he's up with the Jets. Granted, the Jets stink no matter who you put there. But Todd Bowles is up there with the Jets. He gets fired, goes down to Tampa Bay, and he's got that Tampa Bay defense humming. He's the only reason why I've, I've talked myself into a little bit Adam Gase being the offensive coordinator. Only, the only reason. But 
What else do you do? Your he guy left. Peyton, he had Peyton Manning. Like, yeah. why is he still riding that yeah, coattail? That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Peyton Manning, bro. Like, yeah. Sure, they had a, a crazy offensive year. But you had Peyton Manning. Hey, you had a you had a doughy, slow quarterback. That's the same thing you got here. Mac Jones said this weekend he's trying to cut back on the ice cream. Oh, he's boy. got a doughy, slow quarterback here in New England. Maybe you can work with him. And Peyton had I, a ragdoll arm by the end of that I, thing. I, I, I'm not I saying Mac has a ragdoll doll arm, but it's not that strong. I think Bill O'Brien back in a heartbeat. Exactly. And I think Bill O'Brien would really know how to use John Smith and Henry combo because when you think about the Gronk Hernandez years, Bill O'Brien was the, was there yeah. as the um, coordinator. So, so I think, you know, everyone always brought up how, oh my God, we're going to go back to this, you know, 12, 12 men um, offense and have two tight ends. But that wasn't Josh McDaniel's system when he was here. Josh McDaniel's what wasn't here for the, the the tight end sets. He was already gone. So I think Bill O'Brien can can work some magic with um Mac Jones and this offensive weapons that we have if we bring him back. No, I totally agree. And that's that's what I wanted you to say when I was asking about the other options because he's he's the obvious answer. I don't know. <laughs> Adam Gase, you gotta have another name bouncing around, I guess. But you know, he had success, but you're right. He had he had one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Which makes you look pretty damn good. Um, but Bill O'Brien, not only did he have the two tight end set, but he had Mac Jones at Alabama. He's already worked with his quarterback. So it's mm. it's not like it's not like he's walking into a, a new system or he's not walking into a, a place with an unfamiliar quarterback. He knows his quarterback, he knows his strengths, he knows his weaknesses. If you can get Bill O'Brien, and I know a lot of people think he's a boob, but if you can get Bill O'Brien. Get him. Bring his ass in here. You got two solid tight ends. Break John U. Smith out. Get him in. He's. I like it. I don't want to see Adam Gaze either. I really don't. I'll talk myself into it because that's what I'm good at doing. I can talk myself into anything. But if you have the chance, if Brian, if Bill O'Brien says, hey, I'll come back, do it. Just please do it. He's familiar with it. I'll take it. I'll take it. No Adam Gates, and we we good money on this side. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about Odell, what he said? Yeah. yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, so, reading directly from our guy Evan Lazar's tweet, Odell saying he was, quote, very, very close to signing with the Patriots midseason as a free agent. You know what that means. He's a free agent this offseason. The buzz is going to be here. If he wins a Super Bowl, well, then great. I don't. I have no idea what the Rams' cap situation is over there, but Odell has shown that he still has juice in the tank. Sign him, bring him in, give give Mac a number one. Yeah, I mean, Odell fits perfectly with the Rams um, because he doesn't have to be that guy. They they have that's, Cooper that's Cup. True. You know, and he he can he can really take on any second corner in this league. He's no longer the Odell of old that um in those giant years. Like people always compete, talk about Odell and bring up the catch. Odell was a hell of a wide receiver. He was top three, top five 
wide receiver in, in those times. He was unbelievable. He's no longer that. He's no longer that guy. Injuries have definitely piled up on him. But he's still a really good wide receiver. And he would he would change the dynamic of this wide receiver group having Odell there. So if he's a free agent, like you said, Nick, yes, I think the Patriots should go after him. And the interest is obviously still there to work with Bill Belichick. Mac Jones showed enough um, the past year to say he's a guy in this league. So I, I like it. I know they're going to be going – Names are gonna come out. We're gonna be going after guys like Calvin Ridley, Odell. He's, if Rod you can get Calvin Ridley, that's the guy that you should get. No, he's 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 about to. He's I don't even know if he's in his prime yet. Get that Ridley. guy. If you if you're gonna get anybody, get that guy. Ridley, Ridley's really gonna be very special. Young, dynamic wide receiver. Don't really understand what happened with Atlanta. He left for yeah. Metro. I don't either. I don't know what happened there, um, but. Calvin Ridley really would be perfect for this team as well. Yeah. Something dynamic. Just, yeah, give him, give him a playmaker. Give him something. Because, like, these, these pieces are good. But the problem with the Patriots receivers right now, and, and, and you can say this especially with Kendrick Bourne taking the big step that he did. Like, Kendrick Bourne is awesome. I'm so glad we have Kendrick Bourne. But this, this group that you currently have, they are really good pieces if you have that over-the-top number one guy. And then everybody else follows suit behind him. So, Absolutely. if you can get them, this offense, they could hum next year. Then you got to fix the defense. That's another conversation. We got anything else? We're ready to wrap up. That's it for me, man. All right. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable presented by our friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, it is Nick Qualia and Marvazan. We're going to talk to you next week following the Super Bowl, not day of, day after. But whatever. Again, the quality marvels on, guys. We will talk to you next week. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening. Peace.